Thunder Powers activate. The track is called Activate Life. The Zone of Razor Saga. Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations one and all. Welcome to the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew. It's Healthy Love Night. I want to invite you to call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends and your enemies too. Because we're not leaving anybody out, it's for everyone. I want to say big ups to each and everyone locked in right now. Those on Tune and Radio on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Big ups to you. Yeah. If you're locked in on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. How you doing? How you doing? One South Florida representing. Wanna say big ups to those who, who are locked in on NIE Radio to New Jersey. Motivator, big up your status, bro. Big up to those who are locked in on island worldwide. I want you to show Exhibiting the power of music. Jen and Nicole and crew. So come and start to Much love to ya. Gary, how you doing? So show me something. I want to say big up to those who are locked in on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. I said, oh, I said that already. Those on WGLRO, home of the Donnie Walker Morning Show, the People Station, taking from the streets to the streets, touching from Detroit to Denmark and all points in between. Much love to you. Those on Alloop Radio and Dusik Media Group. Because Texas is fully represented. Big up to those who are locked in on PEMGTV.com Those from across the pond, one ham on the radio, top of the morning to you guys in the UK Much love to ya Show me something Give me something Put up something. I come out to party. What you come out to do? Well, I hope you come out to partake in the night of the DJ Kevin Stew Healthy Love. I know one person joining us who is here specifically for that. Listen, <laughs> y'all should see her dancing now. Her smile bright can done, sun no bright so. But before I bring her on, I want to say thank you to my segment sponsors. Big ups to Pulse Media Group. When being in the moment is priceless, give them a call. For videos, photos, streaming, advertising, 
you name it. They do everything you see here on KevinStew.com and more. They host the website and they provide me with streaming services. So if you have a church service, a, a funeral, a graduation, a party, a seminar, you name it. Once you want to stream it live on a secure platform, just give them a call. 754-999-1140. That's 754-999-1140. Or check them out at PulseEMG.com. I want to say big ups to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea is used a licensed massage therapist operating out of Brown County, North Miami Dade, and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you bringing her table, her oils, and over 20 years massage therapy experience. Give her a call 954 655 9000. That's 954 655 9000. Or email her at at That's T H E A L A T E R at ATT.net. And she's also a certified personal trainer, so uh, yeah, she can relax those muscles and she can put them in pain. Choice is yours. You can have both with one call. Want to say thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global Act- Entertainment will act as your booking agents, handle your tour management, take care of your publishing, your trademarks, your business registration, legal service referrals, marketing and production, music production, marketing and promotion, and so much more. Just give them a call, 954-804-8199, or check them out at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. I want to say thank you to McNeil Trucking. With McNeil Trucking, you're in good hands. They're licensed and insured movers. Get them a call, 954-406-9740. They'll be there to take care of your moving needs. Thank you, McNeil Trucking. particular thing I really want to mention before I get too far into this GMAC Music Solutions presents Rhythms of the Heart, the Christmas edition happening at 5801 Margate Boulevard in Margate, Florida it's called Valencia's it happens on Saturday, December 18th. Live music for you. And you've been catching uh, Rhythms of the Heart every third Saturday of the month. And they have been awesome, those of you who have made it out. So don't miss this one, the Christmas edition. Believe me, you won't be disappointed. Tickets are available online at Eventbrite. Uh, $10 pre-sold, more at the door. Of course, you can also hit me up for tickets. The number to reach me, 773-789-STEW. It's also the number that you can participate with tonight. It's 773-789-7839. Those of you who are watching live on PEMGTV.com, on the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew, or on Facebook Live. I'm so glad to have each and every one of you. I couldn't do it without you, and guess what? You have my word, I wouldn't even try. I want you to show me, you can make the cuts. Time to rave the 
Time to live it up and activate life. And with me tonight, the person activating life. No stranger to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew, I can tell you that for sure. If anybody is a stranger, it is not this person. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only. Our resident nurse. Big ups to nurse Marva Riley. <laughs> welcome, 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 Marva. How you doing? Well, you're amazing. <laughs> can believe it's, it's, it's almost 10:30 and I'm up dancing at this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why not? Why is this name showing up on on your thing? I don't, I don't understand. You see, boy, oh boy, technology. I tell you, you see, technology is something else. Marva, how are you? Said you're great. You're looking great. You're 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 bubbling. You're shining. You're just ooh, all a glow. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> well, uh, do I need to ask what your secret? Your secret is? Do I really need to ask? <laughs> oh boy, healthy lifestyle. <laughs> right. Healthy lifestyle. Healthy living. Eat, sleep. <laughs> Meditate, ladies and gentlemen. You know that book, right? Meditate and a few other things. <laughs> and a few other things. Um, yes. A few. Let's see. It was just a few months ago. You gave us eat, sleep, meditate. Or was it, it was about a, a year? Little bit, a little bit over a year. Um, but I think meditate was published in September, August, September of last year. Jeez, Marva. No, 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 no. It can't be. It cannot be. But, you know, in these times, I guess time fly in, in these times in ways that you can't even think about it too tough. Because as your blink is a new year. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta make the best of the moment don't wait <laughs> that's right that's right yes. and and this particular moment is your moment where we get to share yes and you're sharing with us right in time for the the christmas holidays your new book which yes. you know when people say they're coming out of that book, you expect to be sitting down having a good read with a spot of tea uh, and some crumpets. Um, <laughs> or, you know, what, whatever it is that you like to snack on and, and relax. But this book is the book that does something else. It, it gives you that thing to snack on or that meal talk to us about share all right let me i i always wanted to play with this ever since i saw the title of the book I, I'm, i've been playing with it so Marvel, if you would be so kind as to share with us about share <laughs> okay i'm gonna show a picture of um the cover of the book and the word share, S-H-E-I-R, 
mm-hmm. is an acronym, and that stands for Simple, Healthy, Easy, Inexpensive Recipes. Mm. And, um, I'm always, you know, simple, healthy, easy, and inexpensive recipes in my kitchen. Every right. day I become the alchemist that I am in my kitchen, and I just throw and put some things in the pot, put some things together, and they always come out so delicious. And they're not, they're not difficult. And my husband said to me, you know what? Every single day, your food tastes different. Mm. And it's so good. I mean, it's like, I can't stop eating it. He said, you've just got to write a book. You've got to write a recipe book. And these recipes, are, they're not expensive. They're very, very simple. They're very easy. They're not anything that's going to take even, not even an hour to prepare, really. And... Oh, we like for that. For sure, they won't, they, won't, they won't put weight weight on you. So they, I mean, this book is true to true to its name. Very simple, very healthy, very easy, very inexpensive recipes. All right. So we've been we've been talking lately uh, a bit about some things that go into your body that helps. And last week, I had Eric Range on talking about um, hemp hearts, hemp hearts and how how nutritious it is and we he talked a little bit about hemp and fork which which you know some recipes that you can make using hemp this book that that you have put together inspired by your husband clearly because he loves your cooking um what can people find in this particular book? Because your last book gave us some instructions on how to reignite your healthy life, basically, by eating, sleeping, and meditating as, as yeah. the core of what you're doing. And now you've come out with this recipe book that says, you know, here you go. This is a recipe. Here you can use some recipes. You can you can eat healthy. It can be inexpensive. But yes. you said something that is not a part of the name. You said quick. Now being in a in a society that likes things instant or as close to it as possible, you're preparing meals, full meals from these recipes in under an hour. Am I am oh, I absolutely. getting this right? Yes. Talk, yes. Talk absolutely. To us, talk to us about some of these meals and 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 why. What would be so healthy and nutritious about some of these meals? Why someone would want to get your book to to have that in their kitchen to inspire their 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 meals? Okay, so. When I decided to, when I started advertising share on social media, mm-hmm. one lady reached out to me and she said, you know, I, I always buy recipe books and I never use them, mm. but 
I'm always posting these delicious looking plant-based foods as I prepare them on my table, take a picture of them and I post them on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, TikTok, everywhere. Right. And she sees them and she said, but I'm going to buy your book. Now, I wrote a little section here in my book to explain to readers that this recipe book is not a typical recipe book. It's not one that you're going to find that says a quarter teaspoon of salt with one eighth teaspoon of pepper mm. with one cup of rice, for example. It's a recipe book that teaches people to be an alchemist, be the creative alchemist that we are in your kitchen. Mm. If you, you're from Jamaica, so you will relate to this saying. I remember as a child, they used to say to men, marry a girl who can turn her hand and make, make fashion. fashion. Yes. I'm saying that means if that guy goes out to work and he doesn't have the money to buy steak and chicken and lobster and the most expensive things, his woman can grab a little bit of this, a pinch of that, a little bit of that, mm -hmm. a little bit of that, and create a meal for the family that's healthy, delicious, sumptuous, easy, and inexpensive. And the essence of this book is the same. Okay. okay. Be able to use the, the some healthy spices like pimento, for example, pepper, mm -hmm. onion, garlic, those things that are inexpensive, throw it together and create a delicious, healthy, easy and inexpensive dinner for your family. So this is what I've written to my readers. On page six, it says, dear readers, share is an atypical recipe book and is not necessarily written with specific measurements as most recipe and cookbooks are. Mm. I, wrote, I wrote this book to encourage you to be a creative alchemist in your own kitchen. Feel free to add a pinch of this and a dash of that of your own favorite spices to create delightful, tasty, and healthy meals for your family. So that is the essence of share. I have a hundred and over 120 recipes here, but they really aren't. You're not going to have to go to special stores to find the ingredients that you're going to be using in here. They're the ingredients that you will find in your local grocery store, the mm. supermarket, the Caribbean store, wherever you shop you will be able to find the ingredients to use um, with these recipes. You said over 120? So if we were to over use a round number, recipes. let's round yeah. this off and say we have 120. Mm -hmm. Just using a round number. Mm -hmm. you, have, you can use one recipe every day of the week for four months. Yes. Yes, essentially. I didn't think of it that way, but yes, it is so. Wow. It is so. Or you can, if you, if you, if you want to mix it up a bit, I guess you can have 
there's something in there that you have breakfast. Do you how how do you do you categorize it? You have breakfast meals, lunches, dinners. How how is it in the book? Or is it just random things? No, it is categorized actually. The first category is um spices. Mm. So I have I have a list of some of my favorite um spices that I use that really are some of them are atypical, but some of them are not. Like allspice and pimento is a spice that I use. Caraway seeds, most people have never heard of caraway seeds and yes. fennel seeds, but caraway seeds and fennel seeds are used in Asia a lot for cooking in places like Pakistan and India. Right, right. Okay? And they're used for cooking because they give a delightful flavor, but they're also excellent nutritionally and also are very good for digestion. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I'm plant-based, so I use peas and beans every day instead of meat. Now, some people cannot tolerate peas and beans very well initially when you start eating a lot of it eventually your body will get used to it right but if I, when you add and fennel seeds and coriander in those seeds to your beans it gets rid of the bloating and the gas related to eating beans and peas got you so that's one category i have spices and i have sauces where i include nigerian red sauce and cranberry sauce without sugar then there's a section on beverages section on breakfast um mm. section on desserts and snacks and i have a whole section on peas and beans because you can do so much with peas and beans i curry peas and beans yes. i jerk sauce peas and peas and beans yes i um you can do so much with peas and beans to make it when you cook peas and my when i cook peas and beans and the peas and bean recipes that are in my book you'll feel like you're eating meat Show off. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I'm gonna need for you to stop showing off that much more. But come on now. <laughs> it is good. It's good. I mean, my my honey. I mean, when he eats, oh my god, he'll eat till what is it? Belly boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I remember talking to him and him and he he mentioning um loving your cooking. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. here it is. If your man says that your cooking is great, you're yes. doing a good job. You are okay? doing a good job. <laughs> you're doing now, a good job. These these recipes, these are meals that you have on a regular that you have decided to put in this book? Yes, the interesting thing is that when, uh, when, when Anthony kept saying to me, you need to make a recipe book, I started, like, as I, like I said, when I decide to prepare dinner, I know in advance for the week, for example, what vegetable, what beans, what roots, and, and so on, I'm going to buy at the store to prepare for the week. Right. But say today, for example, I didn't know how I was going to prepare the lentils or how I was going to prepare the salad or how I was going to prepare the steamed vegetables. I just get it out and I start throwing things together. 
And it came out so good that sometimes at the dinner table, he would say to me, you've got to write this down. So I would get out my phone and under notes, I would just write the recipe down. And I would just, I just had all the recipes everywhere. And so when I was ready to publish the book and I, I just sent everything to my, to my um, editor and she said, clearly you were just writing these recipes down as you went along. And they weren't <laughs> in order. I just, in fact, I have a section called dinner today mm. where I would write down what it is we had for dinner. For example, baked potato was the starch. And I would write down the salad recipe and I would write down the lentil recipe, for example, and I would write the steamed vegetable recipe mm. because they always taste differently. <laughs> wow. Um, someone commenting here, Dr. Kelly much love. How are you doing? Um, she says, I love the idea of not having to go buy some specialty spice that you'll only use a pinch of for a recipe. Yes. So yes. she's already loving the concept of this book and, and, and it, it's brand new to her. Um, yes. yes. So, well, the thing is, Doctor, um, the spices that I use that I recommend in my book are always in my cabinet. Mm. And um, they are all spice or pimento, which a lot of people use. Of course, regular salt black pepper, crushed red pepper. Um, I love to cook with caraway, coriander, and fennel seeds. They're inexpensive. I buy them by the bulk on Amazon or one of those places. That, yeah. And almost every day I cook um, with them. Onion, garlic, tomato, all the time. Curry, uh, Jamaican jerk sauce. Yes. Um, things like that. Uh, I use all the time so there's no there's no need to go out and go shop for something special for the most part for to do for my recipes they're practical um spices and seasonings that you would be using in these recipes now well before we continue i i want to say see you later to those that are on facebook live remember Use the link that is pinned in the comment section. Come on over to kevinstew.com because that is where all the activity happens. Jump into the stew pot. Those of you wondering what that is, uh, others call it a chat room but because we're fancy on kevinstew.com. We call it the stew pot. It's where we keep things interactive and bubbling. It's not because we're talking about food tonight and, and cooking why it is the stew pot. No, it's always a stew pot. We're co always cooking up crazy ideas and, and having wonderful discussions and learning things. So come on over. You don't need to register. You don't need to offer your firstborn. You don't need to give up a spleen. Nothing like that. Just go to kevinstew.com. Boom, you're there. You can remain anonymous. You can put your name. It's a judgment-free zone. It's where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. So come on over and have a great time. Facebook Livers, deuces to you. Until we meet again, which all being well, should be tomorrow for real talk. If you don't come on over, I'll catch you tomorrow. But I do encourage you, come on over. All right, so, Marvel, here it is. You're not getting any, you're not encouraging anybody to go out and get any new spices. But you are encouraging to possibly change what it is that you're consuming. Um, 
possibly, but not necessarily. Is uh, do no, I have it right? I, I am in, no, I am encouraging the 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 um this book. Yes, is is ninety nine percent plant based uh, Got recipes. Gotcha. I believe I have two flesh based recipes. One of them is a Jamaican jerk um salmon dish okay um it was i believe it was my husband's birthday and i and i prepared salmon for him as a special dish and i used a jamaican jerk sauce to do it and it came out so good mm-hmm. that i decided to include it in in the recipe mm-hmm. and my daughter's husband is nigerian and they make uh some delicious nigerian stews and I included one of them that um, I like, but that's too actually can be a veg can be made vegetarian. But you have the option of putting some um, stockfish or or um, chicken and pork and things like that in it. It's up to the okay. to, to the reader. But yeah. it's ninety nine percent plant based recipes because I'm encouraging everyone mm-hmm. to eat healthier. Because clearly the way that we're eating has not been working because so many people are riddled with all kinds of chronic diseases. Yes. And if, if what we were eating was working, then so many people, young, middle and old, would not be so sick. So we that. have to learn the way that we've been eating and learn to eat healthier by including more plant-based foods in our diet. Now, I want to clarify that really, really quick. Mm -hmm. Somebody said to me the other day that some people tend to think that plant-based means you can eat anything that doesn't come from uh, uh, an animal. But the thing is, even though white rice is plant-based, white flour is plant-based, Bread daughter doesn't necessarily have um, animal product in it, etc. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about plant-based whole food diet. Mm. That means more vegetables, more fruits, more roots, more nuts, greens, and seeds. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. More uh, legumes like lentils so 99% of the recipes are plant based whole foods plant based recipes um now there are some people who are are probably hearing you for the first time and some I have heard you before you've uh, you're no stranger to the broadcast but humor me and the newcomers please if you will why so much of an emphasis on plant based what from your own experience and from what you've seen why okay. well thank you for um several years ago i in my th- well, I'll be, I'm 59 and a half right now. I'll be 16 May. And when I was in my mm. mid to 
or to upper 30s, I became deathly sick with a, a, a heart disease called cardiomyopathy. Mm. And my physician told me that if I didn't get a heart transplant, I probably would not live. Right. My ejection fraction, which measures the, the, the strength of the muscles of the heart, was 30 to 35%, whereas greater than 65% is considered normal for most cardiologists. I couldn't breathe. I thought I was going to die. Yes. Okay? And the only thing that they could offer me was drugs. Drugs, drugs, and more drugs. Band-Aids, none of that helped. Mm. I remember um, one of my, I, I, at that time, I was a registered nurse that worked in the recovery room. And one of my coworkers who worked at a, a hospital there, Holy Cross Hospital in Fort Lauderdale, said, listen, I know of an of a electrophysiologist. Why don't you go and see him? Because I always felt like I was fainting. I always had to be sent home from work. I just couldn't function. And the drugs that they had me on would bottom out my blood pressure, my heart rate. I just couldn't function. Mm. And I went to see the physician. He said, you had an issue with, um, with your, the electrical activity of your heart, the electrical part of your heart. He did a procedure and he said to me, I want you to flush all the pills down the drain. I want you to start walking every single day. I want you to change your, your eating habit and get rid of coffee. I changed the way I eat. I was not, I did not immediately transition to a plant-based diet, but gradually, 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 I was able to transition to a plant-based diet because I did a lot of research online. Yes. I did Google, YouTube, wherever I could find information. And everybody who was healed from any chronic health issues that I read or listened to told me that they had become raw vegans. Mm. And I did not quite understand what that meant. And I'm not a raw vegan now. I, I call myself a, a predominantly plant-based eater because I'm not 100%. If we go out on the street, I'll eat whatever. We right. tend to eat like salmon or if I want to have a piece of chicken or something, I'll do that when we go to dinner. At home, I just don't cook it. Right, right. But Kevin, I was overweight. I was unhealthy. I had depression and anxiety. I couldn't sleep. I had gastric reflux, I had H. pylori, severe bloating. I had constipation, headaches all the time, allergic problems, joint pain, muscle pain. I could hardly bend. I had heart disease, like I said before, trouble breathing. Every system of my body was affected. And when yes. I changed the way I eat, and incorporate some exercise and meditation and prayer and some sunlight and all of that holistic lifestyle. Every single health condition was reversed. And when I went back to see the cardiologist, a few months after, he said to me, continue doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. This guy was my age and he said, Marva, I don't know. I was able to work that treadmill like a young person better yes. than I, I did 20 years before. So like Hippocrates, who is called the father of Western medicine says, mm -hmm. let your food be your medicine and your, your medicine, medicine be your, your food. food. Yes. 
if you eat healthy, it is highly likely that whatever is ailing you, whatever plagues you, you will be able to reverse that. Yesterday, somebody <laughs> shared a video with me, and I had heard this man before. He is, I believe he's the mayor's or politician in Brooklyn, New York, a black gentleman. Mm -hmm. And his testimony is that he woke up one morning and he was blind, could not see. He went to five different doctors over the course of the several months and the fifth one diagnosed him with diabetes and told him he will always be on insulin. He went on a plant-based diet because he was introduced to it by some alternative physician. And within three weeks, he got his vision back. He said his mom had been a Brita diabetic for umpteen of years and was on nine pills a day for diabetes. Mm -hmm. And she embraced plant-based nutrition. And within three months, she was able to get off every single drug that she's on. Hmm. So healthy eating works. Hmm. You see, there, there are some that would, would argue otherwise because um, Dr. So-and-so didn't write them a prescription of what it's called so that they can go to the pharmacy and, and get it. You know, they... they, they it wasn't something that they had to take out a second mortgage to maintain a supply of. So this whole idea of, of eating something that is readily available and that helping to heal you, there's, there's, I guess the argument would be, what medicine is there in that? There's no medicine in that. And no doctor is going to prescribe, what, a head of lettuce and two artichokes three times a week? You know, <laughs> you know that, that's not a prescription. Well, there are several doctors, medical doctors, mm -hmm. that are going that route. In fact, Dr. Joel Furman is one of the first persons that introduced me to plant the plant-based way of living. I met him, I would say, I use the words, met him um, on um, public TV. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Furman used to give all these lectures on, on, on Saturdays on healing through nutrition. And that was the first time I heard anything about plant-based nutrition. So he uses nutrition mm -hmm. to help his patients to heal themselves. He has clinics throughout the United States. Okay, Dr. Milton Mills, a medical doctor, is another one who is a, uh, an intensivist who uses nutrition to help his patients to heal themselves of, of, of heart disease, diabetes, cholesterol, obesity, that kind of thing. So there are several medical doctors, MDs, yes. that are embracing healing through excellent nutrition, healing from cancer. Many people have heard about Dr. Sabi. Dr. Sabi is not, um, was not 
a medical doctor um, per se, but he's well studied. Yes. Okay. And his story goes that he was impotent, had hypertension, heart disease, and, and diabetes, and was overweight and obese. And he he come, uh, he went for treatment in Mexico, I believe, and checked himself for several weeks. And when he came back, he was a different man. So he realized how nutrition and started doing a lot of research and helping people to heal themselves from um, all kinds of diseases with proper nutrition. <laughs> you know, it's 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 an it's not news to me. I've seen it happen. Um, my mother, I, I tell this story over and over again, several times a year, every year. Mm-hmm. My mother was diagnosed with multiple myeloma in Jamaica um, many years ago. My mother has, has transitioned. This coming Valentine's Day will be 13 years. When my mother was diagnosed with a condition, it was known that anyone that had it lived an average of 78 years. My mother did 15 years with that cancer. And I remember my mother having hundreds of pills to take a week. And when I say hundreds, close to a thousand pills every week. If I were to do the math correctly, yeah. Because in in a day, she would be taking close to a hundred pills. And... Mm-hmm. You know, it it might sound far-fetched, but my mother got tired, literally tired, while Mm -hmm. taking the pills. Mm -hmm. And my mother started juicing before it became a thing. Yes. And she was, we were fortunate enough, being in Jamaica is part of it, and but just being good people is another part of it. We were getting fruits and vegetables fresh from trees and out of the ground we -hmm. had to be washing the dirt off of it kind of a thing yes and she would start she she would juice fruits and vegetables Mm -hmm. and she came off some of these medications the ones that affected her adversely and she would go to the doctor and the doctor would say, okay, you can stop taking this and stop taking that. And she has already stopped. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she just kept her mouth shut and mm-hmm. <laughs> followed the instructions of the doctor. Mm-hmm. But she continued juicing. Fortunately for us, we had people in our, in, our, in our family and in our extended family that were in the medical field. And they were like, you know, yeah, these medications, will, the side effects are this, that, and the other yeah, we don't see why juices and vegetables, fruits and vegetables, you know, it can't hurt. Mm-hmm. And she got, she was doing so well mm-hmm. up until the day the creator said, okay, time to come home, my child. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That was Valentine's Day, 13 years ago, this coming Valentine's. Mm-hmm. But the change in life, and my mother cooked up 
wicked, wicked meals. And you name the meat, my mother couldn't make it. And vegetables weren't that big a deal in my house. Because I wasn't going to eat it. I was a guy that you got a hamburger and the tomato and the lettuce had to be taken off. That was me as a child. Nowadays, I eat salads for lunch. With a, a sprinkling of um, pieces of chicken here and there, or some tuna here or there, and special treats, I get some pork. Mm-hmm. You know, special treats. Mm-hmm. But it's very rare that I eat beef. Not oh, very, very rare. But mm-hmm. I have seen where this has worked, and I, I have seen I have seen where it has worked with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I witnessed that myself but hearing you tell the story too you know each time you tell the story it sounds brand new to me there's nothing that you have changed you're not telling the story any different but it takes me back there and it reminds me that yes this can happen and it does happen it does work um, you know one of the things that I, I truly appreciate love about when you tell your story and when you encourage people to do um, a more healthy diet, you don't mm-hmm. say you cannot eat meat. Mm-hmm. And you don't say that you don't eat meat. You just say you choose to just have it every now and then, but primarily... Mm-hmm. You go plant based. Yes. And mm-hmm. you encourage people to make it taste good themselves, not to follow that's your it. recipe, but to follow their recipe. And that's what is, is primarily what share is all about. Mm-hmm. Simple, healthy. Uh, I, I keep forgetting. Easy. Simple, healthy. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Inexpensive. Inexpensive recipes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the ingredients are simple. They're easy to make. They're healthy. They're not expensive at all to get the ingredients. No. And no. these are the recipes to save your life. To save. Let me give you an example. Right now, um, collard greens are plentiful. It's a, it's a, it's a winter vegetable. Collard, gotcha. collard green is a very nutritious um, vegetable. Mm-hmm. And it is commonly used by African-Americans. Yes. But they, they, they unhealthify collard greens. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm creating words like you know. <laughs> So long, and they add ham hocks and yes. and 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 things like that to, to the collard greens. But I don't cook it, my it collard tastes, greens. It well, tastes like you made it out at sea. Yes, I had an African American lady taste my collard greens, and she said, "Child, you don't know you do." <laughs> <laughs> but um, I cooked collard greens today for us. Yes. So I had a pot with some water. And I chop up the collard greens, throw it in the pot, put onion, garlic, tomato, 
some um, a little salt, some crushed red pepper, a sweet pepper. I cut a piece of um uh um put that sweet potato, mm -hmm. and I put some uh, allspice in it, and a little bit of coconut oil, and I steam that for half an hour. And I'm telling you, Kevin, it was so delicious. And the thing is that, like, at now, a lot of people are are thinking about New Year's resolution to lose that weight, etc. Mm. That dish, that dish, you could eat a whole bowl of that. Huge bowl. And you're not going to get fat. Yes. You're just not going to gain any weight with that. So I had that. I had a baked sweet potato, um, some lentils, and a salad, which I topped with some cranberries and things like that. Mm. And that was dinner. Now, I wanted to add that my dad, my adopted dad, will be 90 years old in February. Wow. He lives by himself. He washes by hand, cleans, cooks every day, walks a mile and a half to church every Sunday. But my, my dad is not a vegetarian, but he's 100% in his right mind and has no health issues. Why? And so, and my mom is 85, same thing. Mm -hmm. They walk often. They go to bed early. Mm. They get plenty of sunlight and they don't eat a lot of meat because they can't afford it. Right. Okay. So most of their food is actually vegetables. It's root vegetables. It's yam, potatoes, cocoa, chocha, pumpkin. Mm -hmm. um, you know all uh, all those root vegetables, and they'll 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 steam some callaloo, maybe put a, some some saltfish in it. They'll steam some cabbage, maybe put a piece of saltfish in it, and that's what they eat. Or if they eat meat. Is my well, my dad has doesn't eat chicken, never ate chicken in his life, and never eat egg, and never really? drink milk. Never. Well, wow. milk is an American thing. I mean, I'm so mad when I see my, my children giving my grandkids milk, cow's <laughs> milk. We did not yeah. grow up on any cow's milk in Jamaica, and we're strong as oxes. And up here, the physicians are encouraging young moms. To give their babies cow's milk. Cow's milk is for cows. Okay? Yeah. But we never drank any cow's milk. But my dad is almost 90. Never had milk. Never ate cheese. Never ate chicken. Never ate eggs. Mm. But he, he likes fish like goatfish and you know, snapper, things like that. Yeah. But they don't eat large amounts of those things. And he likes steak. But they don't eat. They eat small, small quantity of any meat. Right. So you see, that's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily that you have to be a hundred percent plant based or even ninety percent plant based. But if most of the food that you're eating come from the ground or in trees, mm -hmm. that's what we should be eating. Because if you if if you remember the story in the Bible. Uh, about Daniel, okay, the king's people who groomed the men who were of the king's service wanted to feed Daniel and his friends 
what the king ate. Those kings were big and fat with big belly and unhealthy. Right. And Daniel and his friend said, please, can you just allow us to eat plant-based foods for mm -hmm. a certain length of time? And if we're weak and puny and you don't like the way we look, then we'll eat the king's food. But if we're strong and robust and, can, and look the way you want us to look, then can you allow us to continue to eat or plant-based food? And they said, yes, that was the agreement. And sure enough, when the time was up, these men were stronger, more beautiful, more buffed, more robust from eating mm. plant-based food than the ones who were consuming the king from the king's table, the meat. Yes. So meat was never pork. We should never, the Bible says we shouldn't be eating pork. Those of us that are Bible believers, mm. we shouldn't be eating shrimp. We think we're, we're so rich because we're eating shrimp and lobster. Those yes. are scavenger foods. We should never be eating them. Mm -hmm. Should never be eating them. And I'm saying if what the meat industry and the milk industry and the dairy industry has been teaching us was the right thing. Why is it that cardiac disease is the number one killer across the globe? Why is it that diabetes, that mm -hmm. I go to Jamaica and I see so many people in their 30s and 40s with their legs amputated? Yeah. Why? Why are so many people dying from cancer? Just two days ago, I lost my, my ex-husband's sister. My sister-in-law died from from at 61 from cancer it's mm -hmm. got i mean what are we doing wrong if science so-called science is so correct about what it is we consume why is it that there are so many why are the hospitals filled why are the pharmaceutical companies making so much money why are the doctor's office is so full that you go in there and you have to wait hours to be seen oh yes why? If, if what we're doing is working, it's not. It's not working. If, if, if chemotherapy and radiation is the answer to cancer, why is our people being eaten up and spat out and dying at some such young age after chemo destroys their good cells and the bad cells? Yeah. That. Do you know broccoli? Broccoli is one of the most potent natural chemo. Mm -hmm. So is uh, Moringa. So is Cerisy. So is Soursop. So is uh, papaya and papaya leaves. So mm -hmm. many, you go, it, when I, I like to do research and you hear so many testimonials of people with stage four cancer, people telling their stories on YouTube in places like Brazil, they drink a gallon of papaya leaf tea mm. every day. Yeah. Natural chemo. Did you know that fasting is a natural chemo? Mm. Because when you fast, your body is focuses on healing. Okay. And it starves those cancer cells. But they put sugar yes in every darn thing that you buy that's processed on the shelf or frozen sugar that... and cancer loves sugar yes a lot of people don't really realize how much 
um, cancer thrives on sugar and sugars. And so even with fruits, we really need to be careful because here you get the sugars. And though they may not be as bad as the processed sugars, you know, it, it, you need to actually be mindful of how much you're consuming. Um, one of the things that, that I learned years ago is about the content of high fructose corn syrup in just about everything. And we miss it. Why do we miss it? Because we don't read the labels. And there's no real reason for high fructose corn syrup to be in bread. For what? It's to, add, to, to addict us. <laughs> the thing is that the bra our brain somehow loves sugar addiction. Yeah. So sugar is like a heroin. Mm. When you introduce drugs like heroin and and um and and even some of those uh prescription uh drugs when you introduce these heroin kind of drugs to the brain the brain somehow is attracted to it was well, the same thing with sugar yes sugar is in milk yeah sugar I, I actually used to use like lorry seasoning in my food sometimes. I stopped using it about a, about several months ago. I just stopped using it. I just use regular sugar. And then I'm in a group and I saw someone post a label of lorry seasoning salt. And the first ingredient of lorry seasoning salt is sugar. Sugar is in the cereals that they that we feed our, our children. Yeah, high fructose corn syrup mm -hmm. and sugar is added to everything to make us addicted. This morning, my daughter called me and she said, you know, uh, she she just her baby just started going to preschool, and they serve breakfast to the children, and you send lunch for the children. And yes. she peeked through the window to see what was going on. And they handed her two-year-old baby a pack of, I don't even remember which of these sweet puffs kind of a cereal yeah. at two. So their little brains become addicted at that tender age. And they crave more and more and more. So when by the time they get to be six or so, you're trying to get them to eat broccoli but the brain wants the the the, the, the cereal. Yeah. So and, no. and and uh, it, 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 that's one of the reasons why, like, poor children who eat lunch, breakfast at school, for example, are so addicted, and many of them are so overweight because of the sugar content in the cereal and 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 the um, saturated fat in the hamburger and the sugar in the milk and those things. But Marvel. Here it is. We we know that there is an industry that caters to that because when they end up being overweight and, and getting these conditions, then pharmaceuticals are there to treat that. So you know, there's there's an industry that takes care of, of, of that issue. We don't have to worry about it. We are, there's a drug for that. 
Well, if it's up to it's up to me and up to you, Kevin, to take charge of our own health. If we're going to rely on doctors and nurses and hospitals and clinics to health, we're in serious trouble. Yes. Um, we have you have to be your own doctor. In fact, <laughs> the name of my Facebook health group is called The Doctor in You. Yes. Because all of us have the doctor in us. Yes. Okay? And we cannot entrust our health to, unfortunately, I have to say this to you, we cannot entrust our health to the medical industry but you you've been in the medical industry for how many years over two decades I, absolutely and i've seen and i've taken care of the sickest patients but it's getting from bad to worse and i'm going to tell you a quick story in two minutes yeah. i have a friend yeah. who is an emergency room um, nurse she and i went to nursing school yes 20 something years in his emergency room nurse and she's been having a little bit of a palpitation and stuff like that. And they did a stress test and, um, and they said she, she, they saw something funny and they needed to do a, a nuclear stress test, which they did. And it was abnormal. She had some ST depression, which is usually indicative of a blockage in her. Okay. The cardiologist did this three months ago and she has not heard from that cardiologist. And yet, it's an abnormal stress test, nuclear stress test. Mm. She had nerves, so she decided to go see her primary physician to follow up, see what's going on, because she's having these palpitations, these shortness of breath. She works out. She eats very healthy, so she doesn't know what's going on. When she went to her medical doctor and they pulled the records, because everything now is electronic, the medical doctor said, you have an ST depression. That's indicative of a blockage in your heart. Did your cardiologist not call you to come in to discuss this? No. Mm. So then her medical doctor called the cardiologist and read him out. And it was when my friend was heading home that the cardiologist called her three months ago. Should you be entrusting your health to the medical community? No. You got to ask questions. You got to question everything. You need to understand everything. You need to do your own research and you need to understand what's going on. True. And you need to know that you can't leave your health up to just to doctors and nurses and hospitals and clinics and pharmaceutical company. You need to do your own research and you need to take your health in your hands. You just have to. Because at the end of the day, they're human beings just like me and you. And when something goes awry, they're going to say, I tried. And you'll be dead. Mm. So you've got to question, question everything. A doctor, nurses, or the health team, when you go in and you're going armed and you are an informed patient, you'll be treated very differently. <laughs> you know, it's, it sounds, it sounds kind of crazy when you think about it, that some of the things that you're saying as a medical professional yourself, but who better to tell that information than a medical professional? You know, you, you, you talk about the 
bodies, the, the human brain craving sugars because of of and it's really just because of of the receptors in the brain that that are linked to pleasure pleasure yes and we are pleasure junkies mm -hmm. like it are not we are pleasure junkies and that's why heroin and cocaine and crap yeah you know and morphine and those fentanyl that's why people get addicted to these things because the brain likes pleasure right and 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 so and then you add to that doctors getting a, a reading from a test that is abnormal something that says okay here it is your heart is not functioning properly and there's no contact come on so they're going to wait until you end up on a gurney before start activating some type of treatment and now it becomes what prescription drugs because you need an instant fix things have gone so bad you need to work on things now well that is my point we have to take our health in our own hands because some of us believe some people believe that because they're getting older that it's normal to have high blood pressure that it's normal to have high cholesterol that it's normal to be overweight that is normal to have pain in the joints and that kind of thing. And that is not true. If you take your own health in your hands, you can get older, a healthy older woman or a healthy older man. Like my mom, like I said, is 85. When yes. I go home, my sister has a shop next door to my mom. My mom takes two step flight of steps at a time. My dad, I can't keep up with him when I walk from Caledonia Road uptown to Mandeville in Manchester mm -hmm. at 89. So, you know, you can grow older. We all going to pass away. At some but point, you yes. can grow older, healthy. Yes. Healthy and independent. The nursing homes are packed mm -hmm. with people that are, that are sickly. Most of us are overweight and obese. And there are so many chronic illnesses that are directly related to overweight and obesity and over overweight and obesity directly related to what we eat, how much we eat, when we eat, and not incorporating a little bit of exercise uh, uh, in it. And rest. No. I'm sorry? And rest. Uh, uh, oh, absolutely. We don't, we don't sleep. We don't sleep. Do you understand? But the thing is, to when we don't sleep, we tend to overeat because even tonight, coming on tonight, mm -hmm. I found myself eating something because I said, you know, I just need something to keep me up, keep me awake. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know I it's past just... your bedtime. I know. I know. <laughs> you know that? You know that kind of thing? I tell you, Kevin, one of the goals I made for next year, because yes. I always set goals and I write them down. One of the goals I have is to stop eating at 6 p.m. in the evening. Formerly, I used to stop eating at 7 p.m. in the evening. And what I find is that when I stop eating by 7 p.m. in the evening and I eat my he heaviest meal, 
earlier in the day, like three o'clock or so. Yes. Then I'll have a snack later, like an apple and some nuts or apple and some um, yogurt or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then I'm able to keep the weight off and I find that my tummy is flat because I don't eat late. So now um, mm. I recently I was doing some research and I saw where it says if you go to bed with a, with your stomach full or if, say, say if you eat within the last three hours of going to bed, your stomach is going to be full. It predisposes you to stomach cancer. Mm. So I figure since I go to bed at 930 at night, I need to stop eating at six. Yes. So I decided to stop eating at six and I already started it and I'm going to bring it with me into 2022. My tummy is flat, flat, flat. And I've actually lost a couple of inches. So it's what we eat, how Please much we careful, eat. Be careful, Marva, you're going to disappear. <laughs> oh, no, I look, I look, when I put my clothes on, I'm not thin. Because my honey doesn't like me too thin anyway. I'm not thin, but yeah. I'm a nice size and when i put my clothes on i look good mm-hmm. you know so when i look in the mirror i'm pleased with the way that i look and I, and also when i gain weight i don't feel good i don't have much energy right you know it's these are the things that we like to not hear but can't stop listening to because we we don't want to hear that we should not partake of that snack that we love so much. Funny enough, you're not saying that. You're just saying, hey, adjust your quantities and adjust the time of day that you eat it. Like I'm also saying change a snack because I tell you well, something. Yeah. I... Some some Jamaicans, because I know our communities is a lot of co- Caribbean people, and I know some Jamaicans, they're big on snacking on crackers, Excelsior crackers. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, Excelsior crackers has no nutritional value. Even the one that says it's it's wheat or it has cinnamon, it's, it's, it's just water enriched. and flour. <laughs> you know? And it does make you put weight on, and it has no nutrients. So I'm encouraging yes. people. Rather than having excelsior crackers at night, have have an apple, and 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 a handful of walnuts or or almond nuts or or some real peanut butter with that. Mm-hmm. I want you to unlearn the bad habit yes. because I want you to grow. I want you to be healthy. I want you to feel good. I want you to look. I want you to put your clothes on and and love the way you look. Mm-hmm. That that's what I am encouraging you to do. Now, I'm not saying that once in a while having a treat. For me, I love Oreo cookies, but I dare not have Oreo cookies in my house because I'm going to finish it. But if I'm going out or if I feel like having Mm -hmm. uh, some Oreo cookies, I might buy a small pack with four Oreo cookies and I'll eat it. Right. not going to buy the big pack because if it's in the house, I'm I'm going to eat it. If, 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 If you're disciplined enough that you can limit yourself restrict you are. yourself to a yeah. certain small quantity if at, you are yeah. i know i'm not <laughs> right so uh, I, that's the other thing you need to know yourself you need to know what you're capable yeah. of you need to know where your 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 what your vices are and you need to pay attention to 
how your body reacts to certain things. Me, I, I, I choose to stop to not eat after eight o'clock. That's that's yes. my choice, and I'm up till late because I get done with my broadcast at midnight. Yes, and then after that, I do um, uploads and and some editing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, updating and uploads. So mm-hmm. I I often don't actually make it to bed until close to two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I choose to finish. I, I eat my last meal at eight. Mm-hmm. And I am no worse off for it. If mm-hmm. if I if I feel a little peckish, I grab some almond nuts. Yes. Grab some almonds. Yes. And and not a by filling, by the way. A handful. Um, Just a if handful. If you had a, a handful of walnuts, almond nuts, you know, those nuts. And you know, maybe a cup of tea or something or some water, it it fills you up. Yeah, I'm Makes careful not to drink too much water too, because when I go to bed I want to sleep. I don't want to yes, be getting up, get up. <laughs> to go I... use the bathroom. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. I'm I'm mindful of that also. Yes. But with doing a talk show, I talk a lot, so I'm gonna need more water. And yeah. see, I have my water right here. Yeah, and I and I have my, my bush tea. Right. Yes. But, you know, I, I, I'm going to sip a little bit here or there. I'm not going to be consuming a lot of water because I want to be able to sleep through the night and yes. wake up yes. and wake up not with a, 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 a too full a bladder. Yes. Because even that, that's uncomfortable too. Yeah. You know, you, your first trip to the bathroom in the morning and you're like, Oh, this yeah. discomfort. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. But mm-hmm. it, it, it stems from how you lead up to that moment where you call it a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is that we have to take responsibility um, for our health. Yes. We just, we just have to take responsibility for our health. I want to tell another story. Go ahead. I used to work in intensive care at, at, at a hospital in, in Fort Lauderdale. And I walked into one of my patient's rooms. I was going to meet the patient for the first time. And when I, when I got into the room, I realized that the lady was my nursing professor. Mm. She taught me nursing school. She was my patient. Hmm. And what had happened is that she was Jamaican and she had eaten chicken bone and the chicken bone lodged in her throat. Oh, wow. And had, when, they did, when they did CAT scan, it had turned crossway in her throat. So her primary, the the admitting physician consulted with a gastrointestinal doctor. I guess he felt that that was the right specialist. And the specialist came in and said, there's nothing that I can do. You need a cardiothoracic surgeon because it's it's down in the chest, really, not in the throat. Based on, because they did a couple CAT scans. We took her down for CAT scan. It's down in the chest. 
in the thoracic area. So you need like a heart surgeon to split the chest or something or figure out how he or she's going to get it out. So the heart surgeon came in and ordered some more tests and ordered some more tests. And, and I didn't see them doing anything really to alleviate the issue. And that particular hospital, I didn't feel was equipped to handle this lady because it was not an open heart hospital. Mm -hmm. Where am I going with this? I'm going to say we should not allow ourselves to be led like a lamb. We need to question things. We need to ask questions. We need to think. We need to advocate. And we need to get people to advocate for us if we cannot advocate for ourselves. Mm. And um, so I went in and I said, I said, you know, Mrs. Such and Such, you know, this is not a cardiac hospital. You should ask them to transfer you to such and such a hospital. It's a cardiac hospital where you'll be seen by a cardiac thoracic surgeon who, if they split you and go in there and, and they need to do open heart or whatever they need to do, it's a heart hospital. They're used to splitting people's chest. Here they're not. And right. they have you here sitting in the bed for days and they're really not doing anything for you. Why don't you tell them you want to be transferred to another hospital? You have that right. Yes. I was telling her. She laid here like a lamb to the slaughter, said nothing. The lady's sister was also a nursing professor. The sister came in. I said the same thing to the sister. Asked them to transfer your sister to a heart hospital. They're not doing anything here for her. And the bone is still in there. Nothing was said. I was off for a couple of days and then I came back and the woman had been transferred out of the ICU to the regular floor. So, okay. A couple hours after that, then we, I looked on the schedule and I saw that the lady was on another floor, but she was scheduled to go to the, the gastrointestinal suite for gastroenterologists to, de to deal with the bone that was in her chest. They had consulted with another gastroenterologist, not the one who had said, I'm not touching her because that's not an issue for a GI doctor. They took her down there and mm. the next thing I heard was code blue. Now as an ICU nurse, we go to code blue. Right. We got to the code blue the man, the GI doctor, had pulled the bone out of the woman's aorta. Oh, the no. The large artery in the woman. And, when, and that bone ha, was a plug, had plugged the artery, right? That's why she didn't bleed out. Once he took the bone out, the blood just kept shooting. Shooting out, as the heart, out of as the heart pulled. And the woman died right there in the GI suite. What is my point? Oh we my must goodness. take responsibility for ourselves. We cannot lay there like a lamb to the slaughter and have doctors and the healthcare industry take care of us. We've got to take care of ourselves. Whatever they're doing, we need to question it. We need to understand it's our body. If we're not comfortable with it, we must be able to say no. But most of all, we must be proactive 
about taking care of ourselves so that we don't end up in hospitals, we don't end up at doctor's offices, we don't end up in clinics unnecessarily. Yes. It's, there's a place for hospitals, there's a place for doctor's offices, a place for clinics. I'm not saying that there isn't. But a lot of the problems that we have in our lives are preventative. Diabetes, mm -hmm. that type two diabetes is it's a lifestyle issue. Mm -hmm. Hypertension is preventative. High cholesterol is preventative. Gastric reflux is preventative. Sleep apnea is preventative. A lot of those things are preventative. They're related to overweight and obesity, which is related to improper eating and insufficient exercise and lack of sleep. Once we start taking care of ourselves, we lose the weight. We'll reverse a lot of these health issues. And we will stay out of hospital setting mm -hmm. unless we break a leg or something like that. We've yes. got to take care of ourselves. We must be proactive. We must be proactive. And one thing that I addressed in my first book, Eat, Sleep, Meditate, A Nurse's Guide to Health, mm -hmm. is that everyone should have a healthcare surrogate or healthcare proxy. Yes. What that means is that Kevin Stewart decides that if I am ever in a, in unable to make decisions for myself, I want John Brown and Mary Jane to be my proxy or my healthcare surrogate. Mm -hmm. You discuss with them, this is what I would want if such and such happened. This is what I don't want if such and such happened. Because according to the HIPAA law, Yes. Unless you have something in writing, no one has a right to discuss your health issues or your health situation with any healthcare team. But if you have it in writing that Mary Jane is your proxy, they must discuss your health condition with you. And a lot of times when you're so sick in a hospital, you're so afraid, even if you're a nurse or a doctor or respiratory therapist or massage therapist or whatever. When you're sick, you're frightened and you're not able to think straight and you're not able to make the right decision. You need a couple of people there with you to question the doctors, question the nurses, question the team. Right. In turn, understand what's going on and make and help you to make the right decision, health decisions for yourself. And you can download these forms for free. You don't have to go to an attorney. Mm. You can download a healthcare policy or healthcare surrogate document for free online for free yes get it filled out and get it notarized give a copy to your proxy and you keep a copy and when you go to the hospital you always have it with you this these are my proxies and my healthcare surrogate it's very important yeah um you know it's 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 interesting that you said you can download those those forms for free and get them notarized um, for those of you who are interested in calling up Althea for massage therapy or personal training, she's also a notary, just to put that in there. So you can download your form, get your massage, and have her notarize your, your um, proxy, your healthcare proxy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it, it makes sense. It, it only makes sense. And that is another thing that we don't really take time to think about because we're not in a situation. And until we get into certain situations, we don't consider certain things. That right there is, is, is um, 
a good point, Marva. And thank you for bringing that up. Now, as we get out of here, because I know it's way past your bedtime. Even, I'm fine, actually. I was yeah. just plugging my computer because it's yeah. dying. <laughs> yeah. Even though um, you're looking so sprightly and all, you know, your routine <laughs> is your routine. And you're looking sprightly now because of that routine. Um, yes. This new book, Share. Mm-hmm. How can people get it? Where can people find it? Okay, so Share is available on Amazon. Both of my books, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the newest one is Share, Simple, Healthy, Easy, Inexpensive Recipes. Oops. Yeah. And um, it's available on Amazon and also on my website. And my website address is rnmarvariley.com. Really easy. Um, yes. And my other book, Eat, Sleep, Meditate, A Nurse's Guide to Health, an mm-hmm. excellent book also, is also available on Amazon and on my website, rnmarvariley.com. You know, I'm, I'm just going to say. It's only $9.99. Mm-hmm. And the ebook is only $4.99. I'm going to suggest that people just go to the website mm-hmm. because that is the business. R.N. Marva Riley, our registered nurse Marva Riley. If you're wondering what R.N. is for, oh, she is a registered nurse. So it's R.N. Marva Riley, R-I-L-E-Y. Dot com. Go to the website. Mm-hmm. Yes, dot com. Go to the website. And they can also... Can- they can also I'm sorry about that. They can also sign up for I have a free monthly health and wellness newsletter mm-hmm. that I send out that they can sign up for. I don't sell anybody's information. I send tips and uh you know like encouragements every month to help to yes. keep, help people stay on the healthy journey and tips and suggestions and uh recipes um month with the free monthly health and wellness newsletter and also on my website i have a lot of free recipes but not only that but you can be contacted through your website i can be contacted through my website and um i can be contacted on my email info at rnmarvariley.com i have also i'm also on instagram Marva Riley. I'm on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Um, I'm even on TikTok, on mm-hmm. LinkedIn. And I also have a Facebook group with, I think, 646 members. I started it a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it's called called uh, The Doctor, the doctor in, in You. you. Yes. yes. And actually, I have had people send me a request, a, a request to join the group after um, uh, appearing on your show. So I do have some members that uh, are your regular listeners in my group. And rightly so. You should. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's important that we, the, the discussion continues and you don't have to wait until Marva is, is calling in to the broadcast or as a guest on the broadcast to, to, to connect. No, you can connect with her anytime. And the... the <laughs> I encourage people to go to the, the website, Marvel, because that is 
the hub of the business. Yes. And mm-hmm. I I do encourage the growth of businesses. And mm-hmm. your business is one of those businesses that should grow because mm-hmm. we all benefit from it. The first mm-hmm. book was Eat, Sleep, Meditate, A Nurse's Guide to Health. Now, mm-hmm. as a part of that the eating mm-hmm. part, no, you get a recipe book. Share. Mm-hmm. Simple, healthy, mm-hmm. inexpensive. I keep forgetting. Simple, healthy, um, easy, yes. inexpensive recipes. I have to be looking at the word. <laughs> um, but why not just put up the image? There you go. For yes. those of you who are watching, there you go. Simple, healthy, easy, and expensive recipes. I don't have to commit it to memory because the image is right there. You know, go ahead. So, Marva, does this mean that we can look out for a book on... So, this is the eat part. Do we get mm-hmm. a, a book on the sleep part and a book on the meditate part? I actually... I have a a, 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 um, a follower, I guess you could call... There's a lady, she's a retired um, college, English college professor. I think she's out of Washington. I don't know her personally. She has bought several copies of my my first book as gifts. And she reached out to me and she said, Marva, you need to write a book for every single one of them. And she said to me, my book is so simple to understand and easy to understand. It's the best book that she's ever read Mm. because most Books about health are written by medical doctors. You can't understand one damn thing about it. Yes. That they're saying. That's what she, she said to me. Yep. So, yes, I believe I, I, it, it is in the, in the plan to, to write, to address each of the, those holistic That's lifestyle. what's up. That's what's up. That yes. is what we want. Yes. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I am so looking forward to it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Marla, thank, thank you very much for staying up late and taking the time out to share with us about the new book, the reasons behind the new book, and the benefits of the new book. Even if anybody doesn't, even if you choose not to get the new book, connect with Marvel. Yes. What What do you have to lose? You can you have, have everything to gain, everything, everything to, gain. to gain your health. Because yeah. you know what, Kevin? If you've ever been sick, you'll know if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Yes. Yes. And now is a perfect time to make the decision that starting now, I know you're going to eat your, your festival foods, you know, your Christmas food. Mm-hmm. Okay. So start thinking about it now, and as soon as the Christmas holiday is done, get started on a new way of living and take back your health. Start with a cleanse. Yes, start with a cleanse. Do a little fasting. Do a little cleansing. Yes, a little fasting. Yes, you know, and and for those of you, Marva, before you go, please talk to the people that decide that they're going to stop eating in order to lose weight. No, no. Actually, please, I tell please, you something. Please. My daughter tells me that every time she talks to me on the phone, and we talk every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, daughters and moms, we talk every day. She said, "Mom, you're always eating." 
Mm -hmm. I don't starve myself. I don't starve myself. But I tell you something though. When you start eating healthily, you don't have the desire to eat as much food. Because mm -hmm. my hubby and I generally, we do what they, everybody has called intermittent fasting. Yes. When we stop eating at 7 o'clock at night, most times we don't eat anything again until 12, 1 o'clock. <laughs> We're not hungry. Right. Okay? But I eat a big dinner. It's just that it's a lot of healthy food. So it don't, I don't put weight on and it fills me up. Right. And then one I eat, I eat, I snack on apple, I snack on nuts, I snack on the berries, I snack on banana. Mm -hmm. You can eat. In the morning, for example, if you bowl of oatmeal and you top it up with some nuts and, uh, and some uh, green powder like moringa powder, and you um, cut up a banana or, or an apple on top. That's filling. Mid-morning, you have a fruit and some nuts, you know, some water. Lunch, you have a, a, a nice healthy meal with a lot of vegetables. And then mid-afternoon, you could have some fruits and nuts. And then dinner, you have your nice healthy dinner. And then you have a snack in the evening. But I'm, I'm telling you, though, once you start eating healthy, you're not going to have the desire to have that much food. For some reason, maybe the stomach shrinks, mm. but um, you don't have the desire. But no, eating healthy does not mean to starving yourself. And you should not starve yourself. You need to eat. But rather than eating, say, white rice, you have a, a big sweet potato, mm -hmm. you know, or some wild rice. Or if you do have white rice, you have a small portion of it, you know. But it's, it's not about starving yourself. You eat what you eat a. Uh, a smaller portion of the ones that are not so healthy or, the, or that are carbohydrate heavy, mm -hmm. you know, or fat heavy, you eat a smaller portion of that and they eat more of the greens, for example. And uh, like you don't want to eat two bananas because banana has a lot of sugar, sugar. but you can have two apples because apples don't have a lot of sugar or you can have a lot of berries because they don't have a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. So you can eat a lot and I do eat a lot. Thank you. Because I know some people that say, you know, I'm not eating because I want to lose this weight. What? How, how you were at all? If anybody, anybody is listening and just heard what you said, I invite them to follow me on Facebook and you'll see what I post. I invite you to pick up a copy of my book, Share. Because I have I have a section called dinner dinner today, and mm. you'll see what um what I eat. I don't eat from a saucer. Mm -hmm. I eat a regular big plate of food. It's what you eat, but you must eat because your your brain needs fuel, your yes. heart needs fuel, your muscle needs fuel. You must eat. Mm -hmm. What to eat, but it's what you eat and when you eat and the quantity you eat is if you, you, you have to eat smaller portions of the macronutrients. The macronutrients are like fats mm -hmm. and carbohydrates, okay, and protein. So, um, for example, nuts are good for you, but you don't want to eat a bowl full of, of, of nuts. You know right. what I mean? Right. Because it has a lot of fat. You need fat. The brain needs fat. 
but you don't need to eat a, a whole bag of one walnut, for example. Right. Eat a handful of that. Potatoes are good for you, but I find that if I eat three potatoes, I gain weight because it has a lot of carbohydrates. Right. You know what I mean? If I'm going to eat bread, I don't really eat bread, but say if I was eating bread, I shouldn't be eating three, four slices of bread because then you will gain weight. But you have to eat. Mm-hmm. It's what you eat. It's what you eat that's important. Thank you. Stay Mom. away from the junk. Stay away from the fast food places. Stay away from sodas and juices. Mm. I can't <laughs> tell the last time I had a soda. My goodness. Yes, yes. And I don't miss it. <laughs> Poison. Yeah. Marva, thank you much. Thank you much. I can't thank you enough. And exactly. everybody, get your copy of Share today. Go to rnmarvareilly.com and order your copy today. And it's that time of year. Order a few because you talk about a gift of life. Yes. Or a gift yes. for life. Yes. This is yes. one. And, then, and, and it's you, cheap. Yeah. And if you haven't had it yet, order Eat, Sleep, Meditate also. Yes. Yeah. In fact, a lot of a lot of people are buying who are buying buying share now have told me that they're buying both books. There you go. Get them. Yes. Get yes. them. Get them. Yeah. Get them. Marva, we're gonna bounce on over here. I wanna thank you for having me. Thank you again. And uh you're gonna touch on a little bit of musical therapy here. Thank you to my affiliates for for allowing us to broadcast on your platforms. One Harmony Radio out of the UK, NIE out of New Jersey, Island Worldwide out of New York, WGLRO, Oliwap, Dusik Radio, Dusik Media Groups out of out of Texas, the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com out of South Florida, PEMG TV, CR7, thank you very much. And, uh, of course, right here at the home of the Night Shift to DJ, Kevin Stew, those of you who log in right here on kevinstew.com and tune in regularly, truly appreciate of each and every one of you. Because without you, this wouldn't happen. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Marvel, thank you very much. Anthony, I, I don't know where you're hiding. Um, Marvel got disconnected. Um, thank you for loaning Marvel to us for a moment truly appreciate of you y'all have a great night kicking off musical therapy tonight with um the sound of jadan the track is called cooking yeah an abbreviated musical therapy tonight to say of McNeil trucking. I'm cooking today. What I'm cooking today. I got some items true. What are you cooking today? We got some quinoa. If you want to keep yours truly and yours close by, healthy, you know what to do. Change your lifestyle and change theirs. Thank you for tuning in. 
Remember, the Copa members of your community. Your community is not just the development that you live in, but it extends far and wide. So those that you pass on the bus, on the plane, the boat, or the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is DJ Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every, 10, every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on KevinStew.com and Affiliates. Join me tomorrow as we close out the night shift week with real talk. But until then, you take care of yourselves. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good day. Wherever you are in the world, from right here in South Florida, I bid you all a good night. Matthew 28:19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.